Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. We made it to a Friday somehow. Welcome to the program, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. In case you're wondering, yes, it is a meat Friday. We have a new chef today, Dylan, (laughs) who does graphics, also part of our gambling podcast. And he's taking over for Tyler, who's out this week. Roasted leg of lamb, oysters, Rockefeller, watermelon, and arugula salad. Who has it better than we do? No. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, Paul. What is your overall level of confidence in Dylan, as you know him, taking over the uh, cooking situation? I was here yesterday afternoon, late yesterday afternoon. Dylan was there busy preparing the watermelon and arugula salad. And I said, um, you know what you're doing? He goes, my mom's a pretty good chef. And I go, a chef or a cook or just a mom? And he goes, hmm, she's a good mom. And uh, I said, okay, that's all I need. Look, nobody knew Tyler could do this. All he did was take care of my puppy in the morning, and all of a sudden he took over the cooking responsibilities. Yeah, see. I think we're underappreciating Dylan as the renaissance man that he is. That's a fella, I feel like he's a little bit like the wolf wait, in, wait. Uh, in Pulp Fiction. In Pulp Fiction, I feel like he's a guy who, any situation, he's like, oh, yeah, I can probably figure that out. Okay, let's also factor this in. He's also the same guy who got a RoboCop tattoo on his bicep a couple of weeks ago and an oyster on his... Uh, Case in point. Uh, yeah. Without <laughs> losing a bet, it was a choice, yes. a conscious choice. Yeah, because I thought, what happened? He goes, oh, I, I don't know. We just decided to get tattoos. I said, did you lose a bet? He goes, no, no, no. Just, you ever just... seen that movie? Sick. <laughs> I could summarize a guy like this. He does not own a pair of socks. Winter, fall, any time of year. True story. New t-shirts there. We got a couple of Marvin-inspired t-shirts, danpatrick.com. Also, the uh, fifth Times a Charm t-shirt, only available until uh, next Tuesday with the sports Emmys. 
uh, Father's Day t-shirt there. You can go to danpatrick.com and uh, pick up those t-shirts and more. Also, National Dog Rescue Day, and we've got a sale on danpatrick.com. 20% off all the dog treats that we have. And also, we have uh, donated to uh, some of the rescue sites. Penny's Bang Biscuits, our way to support those organizations. We got a play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. Phone calls, welcome, 877 3DP Show. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP Show. Say good morning to Peacock. Those watching, you can download the app. You can watch this program all three hours. We say good morning to our radio partners, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, and the other great radio stations around America. Celtics rolled the heat last night. Mavericks and the Warriors game two coming up tonight. We talked a lot about this story yesterday with Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, Deion Sanders. The SEC says, we're going to reprimand you. We'll recap the day yesterday and where they go. I got the point spread for Alabama and Texas A&M. DraftKings sent me the point spread when they meet in October. <laughs> Does anybody want to take a guess? Alabama's going to host Texas A&M. In October, if I gave you the over-under, I'm going to give you the over-under at 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Closest, closest to the pin, eats first today. Fritzy, I'll start with you. The over-under, or I should say the point spread, Alabama is favored by how much? This, according to DraftKings, October 8th, AM plays Alabama and Tuscaloosa. I'm going to say six and a half. Six and a half. Seton O'Connor. That was going to be my guess. I'm going to say, I'll go seven and a half. Now. All right. Marvin. One dollar. I mean, eight and a half. <laughs> eight and a half. Paulie. Nine. Alabama is a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. Against oh, dang. <laughs> Whoa. Dang. It was an exciting day for college football yesterday. I don't know if it was a good day for college football. It felt like it was because you got some big personalities involved in this. Saban calls out AM for buying recruits, and then Jimbo Fisher calls out Nick Saban. Why don't you check into his background Fisher said Saban needs to be slapped for lying and hinting that, you know, they have questionable track record in terms of recruiting. Fisher says, check Saban. They worked together from 2000 to 2004 at LSU. He worked on his staff. Uh, Saban and uh, the Tide don't take kindly to being disrespected. 2016, Jim Harbaugh and Saban got into that public disagreement. Remember the um, satellite football camps? Alabama then went on to embarrass Michigan in their next matchup. LSU, similar fate in 2020. LSU beats Alabama in 2019. Video surfaced of Ed Orgeron at LSU mocking the Tide's famous slogan. Next season, Alabama beat LSU 55-17. Texas A&M's good program. Can't be certain what will happen when they meet in October, but if history's any indication, Nick Saban may get the last word on this. But there was a lot of fallout from this yesterday. There were a lot of interesting comments about this. And I'm going to take you back to Saban and what he said. Now, I, I'm going to try to take this chronologically just so I can give you my thoughts on how this all unfolded. Here is Saban yesterday. Or this was from Wednesday. He was in front of uh, Booster's businessmen in Alabama, Birmingham, and had this to say about Texas A&M. 
We were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and like. All right, we didn't buy one player. All right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. That's the tail end of a very long answer. What Nick Saban is saying, now this is my opinion, he is saying to his boosters, we got to do what A&M is doing. We got to buy these players. I don't think he's critical of A&M. I think A&M is, you know, they took advantage of the loophole. But I think, you know, when, when this is in the room, it's about Alabama football and it's about boosters and we need to do this. You don't say those things and think, well, it's going to get out of the building here and then Jimbo Fisher is going to hear that. Well, Jimbo Fisher heard it and he took it personally. And he had this to say about Nick Saban. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top and the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families in Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. But we're, not, we're always going to be here. Okay. I understand what Jimbo Fisher is saying. Because he's saying, hey, did, is he accusing us of doing something illegal? And buying sounds illegal. The name, image, and likeness is not illegal. And Jimbo Fisher is probably saying, look, you may not like the loophole, but we did it, and we did it better than anybody else. Nick Saban is saying to his congregation, hey, we got to do the same thing. He, he, he stopped just short of saying we need to do the same thing. If he says that, then I don't think you get Jimbo Fisher as upset as he was. But Jim, Jimbo Fisher did open up a bigger story in my mind because all of a sudden you're going, well, wait a minute here. What's he saying about Coach Saban? You were on his staff 2000 to 2004. What exactly uh, did you guys do? Were you part of this? Jimbo says he never lies. Well, let me ask you the question, Coach. You part of anything that was illegal? What did Coach Saban do? Did he, did he not do it when you were there? So it felt like now all of a sudden this is open, open for season. Um, or open season, I should say. He uh, then went on to had he had this to say about grown men. There are no violations. There are nothing wrong. It's the second time we've had to do this with grown men who don't get their way and want to pout, throw a fit, and act up. Just go ask all the people who work for him. You'll know exactly what he's about. All right. Now, that, that's, that's where you take it. It's personal. Now it's really personal. Now it's on. This feels like there's an old beef that's there. And uh, here is uh, Jimbo talking about soliciting money. And what's funny, in that talk, right before he said that about us, wasn't he soliciting funds from the crowd? It's amazing, wasn't it? To the left, Rob. Well, when you walk on water, I guess it don't matter. In my opinion, he is saying, we need to do this. Then you bring Deion Sanders in this and saying, hey, Deion paid for this guy. And then Deion's like, no, no. And Deion is in a really, I thought Deion was the grown-up. Uh, you know, when you had the uh, last at bats, Deion had the last at bat. And he was saying, hey, I respect Nick Saban, but he lied. 
and I want to have a conversation publicly. He goes, you can't say something publicly, and then you want to apologize privately. And he said, we didn't do anything wrong. And uh, even Travis Henry, the recruit that was supposed to go to Florida State, he said, uh, I don't know where this million-dollar NIL deal is. My mom lives in a three-bedroom house with five children. We don't have that money. There's a lot going on here. And and Dion also said, be careful here, guys, because I've been on both sides of this. Not you guys. I've been a highly recruited player. I know that there are bag men. Like, the bag is now name, image, and likeness. They just dressed it up. Like, it's a Louis Vuitton bag. Used to be just a bag. Like, it's as legal as marijuana, it feels like. And now you're allowed to do this. Dion's saying, be careful here, guys, because I was recruited, and I know what I was offered. And now I'm on the other side of this as a head coach. But I do believe, listening to Saban, he's saying to his boosters, we have to do the same thing. I was also told by a source yesterday, I said, you know, give me some ideas about the money that's being thrown around. He said, if you're a five-star quarterback, five-star recruit, you start at seven figures. Stat of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, okay. If you're a five-star recruit as a quarterback, the starting price is $1 million. Uh, no, no, no. I was also told that there is a recruit, and I don't know if he's signed yet, and the asking price is $8 million. <laughs> Let's go. $8 million. Get it. I don't know when you get it. I don't know how you get it, but that's where we are. And you have grown men acting like this. And then the grown-up in the room was Dion. He's like, nope. Uh, I still got great, great respect for Coach Saban, but uh, he's gotta, we got to have this conversation publicly because he called me out publicly. And, uh, and it, look, Nick Saban did walk it back. He had this to say. This is later yesterday on ESPN. I really wasn't saying that anybody did anything illegal and use a name, image, and likeness. I, I, I didn't say that. That, that. that was something that was assumed by what I said, which is not really what I meant, nor was it what I said. So there's nothing illegal about doing this. It's the system that allows right. you to do it, and that's the issue that I have. I think what happened is you can be frustrated with the system, but you point out you lost out on the number one recruiting class because they bought everybody. If he, if he said... Hey, A&M used the loophole, name, image, and likeness. We need to do the same thing. I don't think Jimbo Fisher goes nuclear. But he tried to apologize to both. They didn't take his phone calls. But I do think that's a fair apology in what he's saying. I don't think he's calling out A&M as cheaters. I think he's just saying, look at what they did, and they spent all this money. We have to do the same thing. That's just my take on it. Um and it felt like that was Dion's take as well. Yes, Tom. He could have avoided saying A&M altogether. I'm sure people can infer who the top recruiting class was. He could have really been extra careful by saying other schools are doing A, B, and C. Once you start mentioning specific schools, that opens up the whole deal. I don't think this was a planned speech. I don't think he was going, uh, hey, I got uh, something to say, and then I'll take your questions. He was taking questions. These businessmen were asking, I think, 
hey, A&M, number one recruiting class. How did that happen? Yeah, Paul. You said uh, a certain quarterback from high school may get $8 million. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence got $7 million his first year with the Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's th- this is the price. Price that, you know, right now, <laughs> at least this year. That's what I was told yesterday. Yes, Eaton. How many of these kids are going to take a pay cut when they go to the NFL? I know. I That's know. wild. We talked about this. Uh, Bryce Young made more money on the books last year than Jalen Hurts did with the Eagles. <laughs> It's amazing. This is what's going on. And once again, that's my source telling me that this is a big-time recruit, and uh, he heard that the asking price was $8 million. Yeah, Marv. They're doing the right thing because, look, most of these college stadiums are bigger than NFL stadiums. So it just sounds about right. NFL stadiums, 70,000, 80,000. SEC stadiums, 110, yeah. 148,000 million. <laughs> Hundred and forty-eight thousand million. Oh, I'm sorry, just like a hundred thousand. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, Paul. But if you look at, and I don't know what team you're talking about there, or what quarterback you're talking about there with the eight million. If that guy works out, it's worth it. If you look, and I'm not accusing anybody of anything, how did Cam Newton work out for Auburn Athletics? And there's a lot of rumors about what he did or did not get to go there. There's no proof, but they were the winners, and and that's back when it was not legal. Now that it's legal, it's it's worth it. We reached out to everybody here. Uh, we also reached out to Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin was going to come on, but the commissioner of the SEC asked him not to comment on Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher situation. I think all the coaches. I like how the SEC, the uh, the commissioner, Greg Sankey, he reprimanded Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher. Publicly. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that out of all of this, and then Nick Saban goes, yeah, I got reprimanded too. What the commissioner said? Yeah. I got- oh, man. <laughs> Might have really crossed the line now. Yeah, I don't know what that means. You got reprimanded. But uh, Lane Kiffin was was going to join us, but uh, the commissioner said he's not allowed to. We'll uh, get to phone calls coming up. We'll settle on a poll question. We'll recap what happened with the Celtics rolling the heat. You got game two, Mavs Warriors coming up tonight. We'll take a break. We're back after this Dan Patrick show. We have different ideas about success. We achieve it at different times and in different ways. And if you've recently changed jobs, you're considering retirement, probably thinking about your own version of success and striving to reach your goals. Maybe it's time to start thinking about your investment portfolio and retirement accounts. Retirement's a big deal. Shouldn't have to do it alone. And uh, you can't afford to make mistakes. That's why you have Stiefel. For over 130 years, Stiefel Financial Advisors have been helping clients like you create personalized retirement plans, understand the many options for claiming Social Security, and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. That's just the start. As a client, you have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy views, enabling you to make informed decisions regarding your hard-earned wealth. Invest in your success. Find a Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L, Stiefel.com, Stiefel, Nicholas, and company. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, 
You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope. I was wrong because then I tried right brand bacon and honestly, I was speechless. And you know, it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly, but it was mind blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job. And I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. After the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation was formed. 
honoring America's heroes ever since. Donate $11 a month to T2T.org. That's the letter T, the number two, letter T, dot org. Celtics roughed up the Miami Heat. It was over at halftime, 127 to 102. Game two, Mavs and the Warriors coming up tonight. The Celtics are 4-0 in the postseason in games immediately following a loss. They led 70 to 45 at halftime. That's the largest halftime lead by the Celtics in any road playoff game in the history of the Boston Celtics. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. Marcus Smart was great. You got him back, didn't play in game one. Al Horford was back, and this doesn't bode well for the Miami Heat. Uh, P.J. Tucker got hurt, and I know you're probably saying, P.J. Tucker, how important is he? He is. He is for a team that needs depth. He's not a name, but he's somebody who contributes. They don't have Kyle Lowry there. you got to get that second option. And I said if Tyler Hero doesn't score at least 20 a game, they don't have a chance. He had 11 points. Jimmy Butler had 29, but you need to have balanced scoring. And now you go back to Boston, and Boston got that one loss out of the way, and Marcus Smart is back and played extremely well. He's also an interesting player. I think when we first, he kind of came on our radar when he got in, uh, an altercation with a fan at Oklahoma State. And he was thought of as a high-end player. He was a lottery pick. He's been in the NBA for eight years. And I think he changed his game or was forced to change his game. Everybody thinks they're Steph Curry. And I think that was the problem. He didn't understand what he did well and what he didn't do well. And if you look at him, he looks like he could play linebacker. But he is a... Defensive player of the year. He's a guy who averages 12 points. Now he's bumped that up to about 16 or 17 in the in the postseason. He's a frustrating guy to play against. And having that guy, Jalen Brown played well. Jason Tatum played well. Uh, Grant Williams played well. If that happens, Boston's going to win this series. I thought it would go seven. I thought Miami would win because home court advantage. But this is when a series starts when the road team wins a game. If Dallas wins tonight, then all of a sudden we change our opinion on this. Like, oh, okay. If Luka plays well, okay, so much for that defense. If Golden State wins tonight, plays great defense again, now all of a, see, all of a sudden you'll see a pattern developing here that maybe they have the right people to be able to beat the Dallas Mavericks. I expect them to do that. think they'll do that in six. But uh, now we want to find out. You know, if you look back, the Mavs had a ton of open shots, open looks. They just didn't make them. Now, if that continues, then you're going to have more of an interesting game, a close game. But if not, I mean, you know, look, look at this. Clay didn't score until the second half. Steph had like 21 points. They didn't really need much out of anybody other than let's play pretty good defense and make sure that Luka doesn't get off. As for the Celtics, they look like the better team. The better team by far last night. It's one game. We tend to overreact to this. It's like Miami wins game one. Oh, my God, Jimmy Butler. And then all of a sudden, I just said it's one game. Let's see what happens. Game two. It doesn't matter what you win by, how many you score. It's one game. And then you go to the next game. It's not like you get extra points because, man, you were great in game one. It doesn't matter. It's game two. And you saw Boston do what really good teams do. They came out. They were impressive. 
and this was over at halftime. Yeah, Paul. I was watching some of the Celtics coverage afterwards, and they were glowing about Marcus Smart. And one of the commentators said, you know, in the past, he was the guy where you're worried that he's going to win the game for your team or the other team. Yeah. <laughs> now it feels like he's, he's more likely to win the game for our team. Well, go back to the Milwaukee series. He had two terrible turnovers in a game in the final minute of the game. He had uh, Drew Holiday picked his pocket, and then Holiday blocked his shot. Those are where I don't want him on having the ball in that situation. But last night, he was great. He was great. But, uh, you know, I look at this game tonight. Andrew Wiggins held uh, Luka to 20 points, 6 of 18 from the floor. But, uh, you know, there was also talk that maybe Luka was not feeling well in game one. Kevin Harlan was doing an interview on KNBR's uh, show on Thursday, San Francisco. And he says, uh, I guess he was up most of the night and he was sick. I've heard it now from two different people. So I'm assuming it's probably true. He went on to clarify that his two sources aren't part of the Warriors or Mavericks organizations. The broadcaster also didn't hear if Doncic was ill during the game or if his alleged symptoms began after the final buzzer. He said, the body language that he showed, just the zest that he showed in Game 7 of the Western Conference semis against Phoenix, was uh, not there last night. All right. Yes, Eaton? Uh, Dan, he's out drinking all afternoon. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yes, Tom? Just don't ask him what it was. His name is Luca. Just don't ask me what it was. You're not getting it now? Not feeling that. Man, I'm generous on a Friday. <laughs> One bloop, nothing? Nothing. Oh, buddy, that's not even in the no. stratosphere of bloops. No. What year do you think that yeah. song is from, Dan? I'm going to say the 80s. 87. Yeah. That was pretty popular, though, even though it was like... I know, but you've but, but you got to evolve. My name is Luca. I just thought that fit there in the moment. And who sings it? That I don't remember. Oh, oh man. Uh, come Julie. on. Uh, oh my gosh, I know exactly who it is. Starts with an S. First name starts with an S. Sia. Sally. Susie Vega. Suzanne Vega. Suzanne Vega. Segment safe. My name is Luca. I always think on the second floor. I always think of that song and '99 Luft Balloons. They sort of just that was Nina or Nena. Nina. Yeah. Thank you, Todd. I thought, that was, I thought that was kind of creative, but 35 years ago, I could understand that much. But, but you know, the audience may not know what you're talking about. But those 12 that do, I think that that was I know, spot we, on. We, we, we have millions of listeners here. I've alienated most of them. I try not to play to 12 people. Yeah, all right? That's probably the smart way to handle it. I mean, you, hand, you entertain 12 people. Maximum. <laughs> yes. And that's being generous. Yes. Seaton, what kind of poll question do we have today? I got to separate myself from time. Well, we had one. Uh, Marcus Smart is good for the Celtics, good for the Heat, but that might not be fair. No, that's not good to ask that today. Not anymore. Nope. Uh, how about who won the Ooh. day? Saban, Dion, Jimbo, other, neither, neither? I think Dion did. I, I think Dion came off as a grown up. The other ones are just. And, they, and both these guys, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban, are from West Virginia. They're about 20 miles apart from where they grew up. Maybe that's just way of life that you just, this is how you argue back and forth with one another. But they didn't, they, Saban came off as, I think, naive in what he was saying and how it was going to be interpreted by Jimbo Fisher. 
did Jimbo Fisher – somebody should have said to Jimbo Fisher, hey, how, how, how much scorched earth do we want to take out here? Because just so you know, we still – I mean, when's the last time they won the conference? It's been a long, long, long time. And they did beat Alabama last year. But that's where you go, okay, where you just say, hey, um, we didn't buy anybody. We did it the right way. There's a loophole. Uh, Coach Saban needs to understand, you know, what teams are doing, schools are doing. I mean, I love that Jimbo Fisher went after him. But I don't – I think that's where Saban's like, wait a minute. That's not what I meant. Well, that's how it sounds when it leaves the building, when you don't have that home court advantage. Hey, I got all my boosters here. They 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 bought everybody. We got to do that. It's like you know when you're talking to a congregation. Amen. When you say bought, that feels like you are cheating, and that's how Jimbo Fisher took it. And I understand that. I mean, Jimbo Fisher's like, wait, what are you saying? What do you say? But when you go back and then you say, why don't you check his background? Now all of a sudden it got really really serious. I think I think. Nick Saban made a bad mistake in judgment of how this was going to be interpreted. Jimbo Fisher, this wasn't a mistake in how it's going to be interpreted. He wants you to know how it should be interpreted. Nick Saban cheats. Yes, Eden. Talk about comments backfiring like spectacularly. Where Nick Saban was like, dang, dude, I was just trying to say we should do it like you do. Know. You know, I was just trying to say we need to be more like these guys and start getting the players right at freshman year. And instead, you got everybody looking into my contract, talking to all my ex-coaches. Like, dang, it just it, the worst backfire of all time. Yeah. All he was all Nick Saban needed to do was just add a couple more words. We need to do what Texas A&M is doing. Yeah, Paul. And I think that's why the SEC commissioner did the public reprimand and and supposedly is not letting the coaches talk to the media today. It's like, we are we're supposed to cannibalize the others. We take down the Pac-12 and the AC and the Big Ten. We don't take down each other. It's almost like the, the they don't call out each other. They don't rat out each other in the SEC. But this is deeper, though, because now all of a sudden, this is about Nick Saban under the spotlight. And all right. Jimbo, what exactly is Nick doing? What did he do? And I wouldn't let that rest. If I'm a reporter, I would be, I'd say, look, what, what are you telling me here? Nick buys players. Okay. I'm not surprised if that happens, but give me specifics. If you're, if you're going to accuse him, let's go. Because you can't put it out there and then go now, you know, don't want to talk about it. No, you, you put it out there. Now it's open to interpretation. And you spent, what, four years with him as an assistant coach at LSU? Well, what'd you see? And he says he doesn't lie. Okay. Then tell me the truth. Yeah, Mark. Jimbo's like that friend that, you know, you're married now. And then he tries to bring up stuff when you guys were single. Oh, remember, you know, you and all those girls. And you're like, (laughs) why would you even say that right now? Yeah. Got my wife over here. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Relax. (laughs) Everyone's got that friend. Sorry. Yeah, you're blowing my cover here. But this is where nobody turns in anybody because they're all involved in this. You don't want to be pointing fingers because it's almost like when um, a pitcher scuffs the baseball and then the manager goes, hey, he's scuffing the baseball. Well, then the other manager goes, you sure you want to do this? Didn't Jim Leland and Tony Larusa get involved in this? They're like, you sure you want to get involved in this? On second thought, I don't know if he was scuffing it. 
You don't want to be ratting anybody out. That's why you normally don't hear about players getting paid because they don't want to turn on each other. They don't want to, you know, interrupt the gravy train here. And coaches, this is what they do. Not head coaches. They have bag men. And I've heard about bag men since the mid-70s. I've heard about basketball bag men. And that's what they are. They have a bag of cash. Not like the McDonald's bag that Tennessee was giving money to recruits. (laughs) But uh, allegedly. Although nobody ever refuted that on Tennessee <laughs> side of things. When I reported that, they're like, what? Nothing to see here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys are uh, putting money at the bottom of McDonald's bags for recruits. We've already addressed those comments. <laughs> We'd like to move forward. Looking forward to the future. No, I know. I heard from Tennessee volunteer fans. What do you got against us? Nothing. Just I'm, I'm telling a story. <laughs> could have been Arkansas. It could have been a name of program. I was just told. This is what 10, it wouldn't have been Vanderbilt. Let's put it that way. <laughs> they weren't going to be paying anybody. Yes, Todd. And those bags are great because you'll get like $50,000 and there's a couple of loose fries under that. So you get the little extra bonus. It's kind of nice. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. All right. Todd has a uh, limerick. He has a Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, Deion Sanders limerick. This is a bold choice by you right now, by the way. You think? I mean, Todd's been whiffing left and right. I know, really but I, a tough I, week. I, okay, I got to have him stay with me for the next two hours and 20 minutes. This limerick may not be the correct choice to help. <laughs> I know, but, but I, it, it's either we, we're on the, the rebound, we're rallying, or... You shut my mic for the rest of the Todd week. is going to have a bad, bad show. All right. Todd, we're going to be objective about this. Okay. All right. Here's Todd with his limerick about Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, and Deion Sanders. Saban can't hide his frustration. Top recruit class is at College Station. Buying players, not quite regal. Heck, now it's all legal. But mess with Jimbo and Dion's reputation? Okay. Serviceable. Yeah. It's fine. Not a barrel of laughs, but it kind of, in well, a limerick form, it kind of sums up what went down yesterday. The limerick doesn't have to be funny. Doesn't. Actually, I think it does. Oh, it does? Yes. yes. Wait, the look, at the defini- it to be- look at the definition of a limerick. Happily. I think lame ricks don't have to be. Well, lame rick, yeah. <laughs> oh, Todd, you're going to lose fast. Oh, no. A humorous. Oh. Stop. I don't even have to get to the rest of the definition. Oh. Full stop. A humorous, frequently bawdy verse of three long and two short lines. Oh. Talks about the rhyming. Sorry. Pop- popularized by Edward Lear. Humorous is the second word of the description. Yeah. Bawdy. B-A-W. Bawdy. Yeah, bawdy. Like Which where, is interesting because the definition of bawdy, now I've just looked that up. Sexual yeah. references. Mm. Dealing with sexual matters in a comical mm. way, humorously indecent. That is, if that's not Todd Fritz, I don't know what's, what is. Yes. Humorously indecent? Should I do an inappropriate version no. of, of the same topic, like with sexual orientation references? Just a funny one. Okay. Like, just do a funny one. I always took it as the main thing is to get lines one, two, and five rhyming and three and four rhyming, and then hopefully, as an added bonus, something humorous comes out of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, Paul. Yeah, that's called music, where you just rhyme, and there's no comedy <laughs> involved. That's music. Uh, Lucas in Texas. Hey, Luke, what's on your mind? Good morning, Good Dan. morning. Five, nine, and third biggest hands on the team. Yeah, so uh, full transparency, uh, I'm a former student at A&M, so I understand my position is not objective here, but here's my theory. Uh, Nick Saban, and granted, we've got way more experience of losing to Nick Saban than winning currently. You know, we're, we're on a one-game win streak. He is the king of never letting you beat him twice. You know, Manziel had that one year, and then 
uh, Nick Saban had the next decade. But what I think has really unsettled him is where he norm- if he loses to you on the field, he's going to destroy you in recruiting. If, he- if you somehow beat him in recruiting, he's still going to beat you on the field. So really, in his mind, he's lost two times in a row now to A&M. He's lost on the field, and now he's lost to recruiting. So what I, what my, my real fundamental thought is that, you know, he was caught flat-footed for this new era. And, and whatever, you know, again, A&M has decades of history of probably not doing it the best way, just like everyone else. But uh, you've got to give Jimbo credit of he mobilized his donor base and he mobilized his team. So the moment it became legal, he had the best uh, network ready to go. And, and the fruits bore out in the recruiting class. That's well, uh, well thought out, Lucas. Thank you. I appreciate that. Deion Sanders did have this to say. I don't even wear a watch, and I know what time it is. They forgot I know who's been bringing the bag and dropping it off. I know this stuff. I'm not the one you want to play with when it comes to all this stuff. And he's right. Although Jimbo Fisher said that he worked under Bobby Bowden, who did it the right way, and Bobby Bowden recruited Deion Sanders. I don't know if there was a bag involved, but Deion knows. You know, as a former player, you talk to former players, you know who got what and where and when. Yeah, Paul. I'm most impressed that Dion has, has the ability to tell time without a wristwatch. I mean, that is that seems tough. Mm. I, Paulie, mm. don't say that anymore. <laughs> it's not what he meant. Dion did go. Coach Saban wasn't talking to me. Coach Saban wasn't talking to Jimbo Fisher. He was talking to his boosters. He was talking to his alumni. He was talking to his givers. He was trying to get money. I agree. It was just how he framed it sounds like those guys cheat. We don't. That's why we finished second in recruiting here. Instead of saying what I think he wanted to say, hey, there's a loophole. We need to take advantage. There's a loophole. We need to take advantage of this. And uh, they bought all their players. We need to buy all of our players too. If he says that, then I don't think it's as incendiary as it came off. We'll take a break. More phone calls coming up after this. Mike check. Mike check. check, check, check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Oh my God! The play, the play, is the play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Find that Kutra. Five to go. Kutra. Put it in front. Score! Score! Ross Colton with point nine seconds left. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Two lightning. Ross Colton, five goals this postseason. They've been game winners. That's courtesy of WFLA, the Lightning Radio Network. That's your play of the day, brought to you by hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. Only one place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the DP Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. That's one of those, you can't really build up to a call like that in hockey because it's a great call and it happens just like that because you you know when you're watching baseball and you have the wind up and the pitch you know there, there's a build up to that and there could be the ball is in the air and you're not sure if it, it might be it could be hockey 
It could be over just like that. Something quick, turnover, boom, it's over. I don't know if any other sport is like that. You know, soccer, it takes a little bit of time. Even with PKs, it's still a buildup to that. But in hockey, it happens so quick. And you could go from zero to 100. Yes, Todd? It could be over just like that, but it could be overdone just like that. There's sometimes I'll hear a call and I'm like, oh, please play this on Sports Center, please. <laughs> I hear that all too often. It's like that's genuine to a certain extent, but sometimes it's over the top and it's like they're trying to but, get but, on, you know, likes and on national radio and TV for their call or something. Seriously? I believe that. Seriously. Sure, you know the, that's a playoff goal. It's two one, and it decided the game. And there's excitement there, but. But, but, but it goes a, on too long. Sports Center top ten. But the buildup of it's such an intense atmosphere that one little thing, one missed pass, one missed defensive assignment, and it's over. That I under I understand the emotion. I I think what happens is it goes from zero to one hundred. That's why. But I don't know if they go. I'm going to be yelling like this so I can get on SportsCenter. And then it'll be trending and uh, I'll get the extra famous because I'm just doing lightning games and I want to be more it's famous. It's a playoff that. game. Mm. Also, it's Tampa Bay. I'm dubious about some of They win goals. Stanley Cups. Yeah, Paul. I, I enjoy more the home run where the guy builds it up to be a home run and it's caught at the warning track. Oh. Where you can oh. do it better than I can, but I love what he's like. It's always to the wall, and then eh, it's caught. Warning track power. But I I understand the excitement. You know, the the one thing I don't like is when there's a soccer goal. Now everybody's got to go, and then let's see how long you could hold that word. And I, I, I don't like it. It takes away from the actual goal itself, that that now you made it about you. I don't like that at all. But it's like, And then you're going, come on. You sound like you have an ailment when you're doing it. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> Dan in Iowa. Hi, Dan. What's on your mind? B62225. Hey, I was the one that sent uh, Marvin in the Yukon Bear the other day. And I just wanted to call in and thank Seton for helping set that up. And uh, it was awesome to see Marvin's reaction live. So I uh, really appreciate that, Marvin. You're you're doing a great job, and uh, you're a good sport about all that. All right. Well, Dan, thank you. Uh, Marv, do you want to thank Dan for getting that little tiny bear? Had a message there when you squeezed the bear? I really don't want to thank Dan. Oh, you don't want to thank him. But I'll thank him anyway. Thanks, Dan. So what did the message say when you squeezed the bear? So it's a song. Oh. And I think the lyrics are, you know. All right. Let me see if I can. Okay. Hold on. Is that Jewel? It is. And she's singing about small hands? <laughs> she is. <laughs> yes. Yes, Paul. When Marvin picked it up with his little hands, it looked like it was a grizzly bear next to me. I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to rub my life. It's a grizzly. No, it's you Marvin. see how hard it was for me to find where it was? <laughs> oh, minuscule. And I love the works of Jewel and anybody that was on the Lilith Fair tour, but that was hurtful. <laughs> Well, we, we got this bear from Dan in Iowa, and I said, oh, well, that's nice. Marvin, somebody sent you a little bear, and that suddenly looks like a bigger bear in your hands. 
And then I, he says, oh, I'm supposed to squeeze it. And he squeezes it, and then Jules starts singing about small hands. I mean, that's a big wind-up for a joke, but I... It I paid did. off. Yes, it did. Paid off. Here we go. <laughs> uh, oh, Todd, don't send me the definition of a limerick now, because he goes, hey, uh, there's no reason that you can't write a serious limerick. How about a sense of humor about limericks, okay? They're definitely more fun when they're funny, but they don't have to be. Oh, my God. Now he wants to argue this. You're okay. The man who wrote the book on Phil Mickelson joins us coming up next. One hour in the books, two more to go on this Meet Friday. One more item. We close out hour one on this Friday. Simply Safe Home Security. I'm always curious about the stories, people who have Simply Safe, because I think it's the best home security you can buy. And it doesn't cost much. It's about an, a dollar a day is what it averages out to. No long term contracts, no hidden fees. Simply Safe told me about a woman. Her name's Terry. She went away for the weekend for her daughter's wedding. The morning of the big day, got a call from Simply Safe's 24 7 professional monitoring center. And they said her system had detected water in her basement. In moments like this, you need help. Thankfully, Simply Safe had detected the water just moments after the leaking had started. So she called her neighbor, quickly turned the water off before the flooding got bad. Simply Safe 24 7 professional monitoring. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a couple of minutes at simplysafedan.com. Go today. Free indoor security cameras, yours plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. SimplySafeDan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.